I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The 11 to 1 Show. We have a new superstar in our midst despite only being 13 years old. He is setting the world of entertainment alight. He's from County Meath. More about the young man who blew away the judges on Britain's Got Talent on the way. But first, here's Journey. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train going Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train Going anywhere A singer in a smoky room. There's Journey, Don't Stop Believing, Believing even. It's 11 to 1, Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well. Now, I missed this on Saturday. I missed it live on Saturday night, but I saw this huge reaction online to this teenager from County Meath on Britain's Got Talent. And I thought, what's going on? OK, let's just give this a go. And oh my God. Oh my God, so, so blown away was I by this guy. And as well as that, you know, I cry very easily, like at the drop of a hat, I will cry at things. So I was a complete blubbering mess by the end of Killian O'Connor's performance. He's from Duncarney, County Meath. And forget Keith Barry, forget all the other magicians out there. You have not seen anything like this guy from making a cup of milk, just like disappear into thin air, switching on and off lamps at the click of a finger, mind reading as well. It was just outstanding you have to see this okay if you haven't checked it out already it's on lmfm.ie you can check out the video I'm going to play you a little bit of it now in a second but if he doesn't win this competition I'm telling you now there's going to be something wrong if he doesn't win this competition unbelievable and he's just sitting there in Dunicarney County Meath in his bedroom with this huge talent keeping his talent under wraps until very very recently and my god the world all knows about Killian O'Connor now let me tell you I have to play you a little piece of his 
audition for the judges on Saturday night. So he kind of told his story as well. He told his story and a little bit about himself as well as the act went on. But he was just unbelievable. Here he is in action. Simon, think of a playing card. Got it. What is it? (laughs) You don't mess around, do you? Uh, Seven of diamonds. Wrong. (laughs) Sometimes everything is not quite as it seems. Watch. The black hole. A journey that begins where everything ends. I'd like to bring you on my journey. I've learned that having autism is not a disability. It's an ability. When I was younger, I was unable to interact with people. I felt a bit empty, incomplete. I felt invisible. That was good, wasn't it? (laughs) <laughs> it's Ant and Dex reactions as well he just he has this like polystyrene cup and he fills it up with milk and as he's telling this you're watching him tell the thing and then he unravels the cup and you're like where's the milk gone where is the milk gone over he goes to a lamp and this is the moment where the milk is revealed it's in the light bulb oh my god no way the milk's not in there it is you know <laughs> Unreal, unbelievable. And I have to say, I, <laughs> I'm sitting here a little bit jealous this morning, okay, because my wonderful colleagues on the late lunch. They've managed to bag an interview this week with Killian, and I'm so jealous that they are going to get to chat to him. But we are so delighted that he has done so phenomenally well on Britain's Got Talent. Um, he also did a trick where he asked Simon to um, select from his own list of uh, what favourite sweets he would he would like. So he picks jelly beans, and then he opens this red uh, container, and there's a big massive box of jelly beans there. Not only that, he asks Simon to get how many jelly beans are in the tin and he says oh you know 2,500 and he opens the lid and there's the words 2,500 written down I mean (laughs) I don't know how he does this he's only 13 years of age I mean he is you know performing at a level that as I say you know the likes of Keith Barry magicians like that are performing at Uh, just world watch out Killian O'Connor is the next celebrity that is for sure There's Adele rolling in the deep, continuing chatting about amazing local youngsters because a Drogheda student has won top prize in this year's 69th Texaco Children's Art Competition. I am always blown away by the talent of the the, the art that uh, these kids have every year. And you're looking at it going, what? You're 12 and you like painted this amazing landscape or you painted this amazing portrait. It's amazing. But first prize in category G of the competition was won by 17-year-old James 
James Moonin. He is a pupil at the Art House in Drogheda and it was a self-portrait. Phenomenal. It looks like a photograph. It's unreal. Uh, James's work was just, uh, d- described by the adjudicator as a self-portrait that captures a sense of the person behind the paint. Absolutely brilliant. And he's a multiple previous winner because he also won first prize in the same category back in 2021, 2020 and 2019 as well and also got second prize in 2018 and special merit awards in 22 and 2017. So well done to him. As well as that, three Mead students have won top prizes as well. They were Eva Barry, she's only 16, uh, Stephen Walsh, he's 17, and Charlotte Fitzpatrick, she's just eight. All pupils at Clark Arts uh, Studio in Rathoth as well. They were all winners of a special merit award and their works were described as being imaginative and displayed high levels of skill and creativity. So there you go. Fantastic talent amongst the youngsters in the North East. Now, from talent to problems, there's a big problem happening in Irish bedrooms. It's causing huge issues for lovers. No, not that kind of problem, but I'll tell you all about it next. The 11 to 1 show. Oh, it's a big problem, isn't it? Imagine sleeping next to that now, night after night. That's going on as you're trying to get a well-needed rest. I mean, people who snore like that, I just think (laughs) they're almost taunting you with how great their sleep is, aren't they? I'm having a lovely sleep. You're not sleeping. Look how amazing my sleep is. Yeah. This is a big problem in Irish bedrooms and it's causing huge issues it really is for couples apparently one in ten of us have considered leaving a partner due to this slurping kind of noise there. Uh, This is according to a new survey carried out by Specsavers. 16% of people said the noises sounded like a pig. Well, to be fair now, this, you know, sounds a bit piggish. With 14% saying it was like sleeping next to a lawnmower as well. Over 25% of respondents said they slept in another room due to the disturbance. Nearly half of us admitted to elbowing said snorer or attempting to turn them over. I have done turn, I have done that myself, but you know I can't really sit here now on my high horse too much because I am afraid that I fall into the camp of being now. I wouldn't say a pig in terms of snoring, but I'd like to say like a light, you know, murmuring of a you know <laughs> snore. Um, but yeah, I've actually woken myself up with my own snore. At times. Have you ever done that in a bus? Have you ever been so exhausted and you're travelling home and you're on a bus and you're like, oh, I'll just go for a little. My eyes are closing. I'm feeling a bit heavy. Grand, go for a nice sleep. And then you're just like. <laughs> and you wake yourself up on a bus. That ever happens. Just me now. Um, I'm wondering though, are you somebody that is putting up with this? Are you putting up with this? Night after night. This level of snoring. Let me know. 086-1800-658. What is the solution to this? Do you nudge the person? Do you try and turn them over? Do you have to sleep in a separate room? Is it affecting your relationship? Let me know. 086-1800-658. Are you the snorer 
and you know about it and you don't care. Are you like proud to be a snorer? Let me know as well. 086 658 There's Love Inc. You're a superstar. You're a snorer. Messages coming in on 086-1800-658. We're talking about snoring because almost one in ten of us have considered leaving a partner due to snoring. This is happening in bedrooms around the country. It's happening on buses as well, according to Becca. Oh my God, that happened to a friend of mine. We were on the bus home from college, uh, from Carlo. She fell asleep on my shoulder. At first the snores were light, but then an almighty snort. I couldn't stop laughing, says Becca. The mortification when that happens on the bus... I've been there. I have been there as a college commuter myself. I have been in that scenario when you're just looking around the bus going, did anyone hear that? Or, you know. Uh, Also, Sinead, for years, I'm putting up with this. My wife is the world's worst snorer that's coming in from K. Just the letter K. Doesn't want to get a divorce. Thank you so much for sending that in. Tried rolling him. It makes it worse. Elbowing him. No good. I found holding his nose jolts him awake. (laughs) It's extreme, extreme measures there. Uh, also, Sinead, no lie, I would throttle them in their sleeps is another message. Just a lot of anger towards the snorer. I can understand that. I really can. You know, I'm a very heavy sleeper. So, you know, my husband does snore as well. So there's a pair of us in it, which is grand. Is that the key to this working out? There's a pair of us in it. Keep those coming in. 86 658 There's Jerry Fish, True Friends. True love means different bedrooms. Yeah, different rooms saved my marriage. He can snore away to his heart's content and I can sprawl and hog the duvet. Oh, yeah. That's another problem, isn't it? That's, yeah, I might be guilty of that one as well, the hugging of the duvet. And yes, we are very happily married with a winky face. Okay, okay, I get the pictures. (laughs) Thanks for sending that in. But yes, it's the separate room thing. Well, you see, what about though if you're in a three bed semi-detached and you have children and there's no spare room around? What happens then, you know? Do keep those coming in 086-1800-658. Now, it could be the bedroom, it could be the kitchen, it could be the sitting room. Have you a cluttered or outdated room in your home that's not working? Well, help is at hand because there's a new TV series with a sustainable angle. It's a sustainable interior design series. Now, I'm really hoping they keep, keep the name of this, right? But it's a working title at the moment. It's called Skip Divers. That's the working title. We're going to talk to the producer, Colin Cowman, after these. The 11 to 1 show. Have you got a cluttered or outdated room in your home that just isn't working for you anymore? Well, how would you like a free, yes, a free room makeover with the help of some top interior designers and upcyclers? Well, my first guest wants to hear from you. He's busy working on a brand new interior design series with sustainability at the heart of it. Colin Cowman of Skip Divers is with me. How are you getting on, Colin? Good morning, good morning. Uh, what a brilliant uh, intro to that. That's exactly what the series is all about. <laughs> well, no, I love the title. I know it's a working title. But I'm very, I'm very attached to this title. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if it isn't going to be called Skip Divers, we promise it'll be equally as gorgeous. Okay, so, okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so tell me, where did the idea for the series come from? Well, we've been making uh, interior makeover shows. I mean, uh, you know, viewers and your listeners will will be uh, aware of just how brilliant those kind of shows are. You know, the before and after, the 
the amazing transformations that happen in those rooms. And, and you know, Irish people love watching those kind of shows. Um, you know, and often you can you can end up with uh, room envy when you watch those shows and you kind of say to yourself, well, you know, I'd love that to happen to me because it can be very, very intimidating when you go to take on, uh, you know, a renovation of a room and you go, okay, this is going to be enormously expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like you start pulling at a thread and you say, okay, we're going to change that sofa. But then, oh God, now we have to change everything else. And what, what about the colour of the wall? and what about trends and, um, you know, how long is this going to take and the project management. Of it. So, you, you know, you get the, when you start to kind of dive into doing a room makeover, you realise just, you know, how much is involved. As I say, it can be very expensive and very intimidating. But really what we were looking at with this series was the very important sustainability piece that that's, we're all sort of aware of climate action and sustainability. But again, back to motivation, we can be unmotivated to, to start in our climate action oh, yeah. or our sustainability journey because we don't know where to start. You know, it's, yeah. it all seems so big for us, you know, but actually if you look at your own room and your own interior designs, there is an amazing place to start. Um, so this is where, where we decided to design Skip Divers and we're delighted now that we're working with Virgin Media TV on this. It's, uh, it'll be on air later in the, uh, in the year and we'll be filming over the summer. And really what we're doing is we are doing big, beautiful, wow transformations in the in rooms, in homes all over Ireland, transforming tired spaces into, into tantalising spaces. And we're doing that using sustainable methods only. So this is salvage, this is upcycling, this is rezoning your space, because often people think they have to throw everything out and start yeah. again. Actually, it's about re, re-loving and, 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 you know, upcycling, as I say, um, all to one overall vision. So we're working with some of Ireland's most uh, brilliant uh, interior designers, but also sustainable interior designers. Um, and each of those will be tasked with a room around Ireland um, to uh, to re-love and bring into the most uh, tantalising space, if you like. But, you know, a lot of this is, as well, Sinead, is how you use your space as well. So it's not just about colours on walls. Yeah. It's also about how we're actually using our spaces. Um, so that's what's, that's what's on offer. It's uh, You'll be uh, assigned a team. You'll be assigned uh, uh, an interior designer. And uh, basically, uh, you're given a few days to convert your space with, with all of these fantastic uh, designers uh, in tow. Oh, and, uh, like, sounds amazing yeah. and you know I love looking at, I, I follow a lot of interior designers on Instagram oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> and you know you know the ones that are so talented at upcycling like you see these really like say drab old like shelves and they completely like wash it with colour and they transform them into these amazing pieces this is the kind of people that we're talking about that are well, going to be lending their exactly talents to this right. oh, you know, amazing. you're absolutely right and, and it's funny because some of my favourite ones are where you take a, you know an old bookcase or whatever yes. and you turn it into something completely different. So I get excited when you think in terms of pieces of furniture that may be in your house, they may have followed you around various houses over the years. Oh, a few of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's a bit of a love-hate relationship maybe in, in, in the couple in the house, somebody who loves it, you know, has an emotional connection to it, somebody else who uh, doesn't have the heart to say, please, I never want to see that furniture in my house again. <laughs> but actually being able to kind of bring it back to life and bring, and the, and the important thing here is that it's all part of one overall design. Yes. And having an interior designer to come in and say, okay, look, let's work with the, with the homeowners uh, or renters and actually you know, come up with something that's really perfect for that space. Um, And then suddenly, you know, you might find that you have pieces of furniture around the house or, you know, in 
you think in terms of charity shops, mm-hmm. um, you think in terms of salvage spaces, the free cycling movement, you know, it's really burgeoning in Ireland and, you know, tapping into that and, and creating an overall look that is going to work for, for how you want to live in your own home. And I think that's fantastic because as you say, there is a really conscious move towards sustainability. Are you hoping a show like this will kind of, you know, give us tips maybe at home, like you say, to get that bookcase, turn it on its side and now suddenly it's a different thing or something? Well, there you go, Sinead, absolutely. It's all about the life hacks and the interior hacks. Um, you know, like as I say, sometimes we don't know where to even start, you know, and also people can be very afraid of DIY. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, obviously you need to be careful with, you know, power tools, but, you know, there's so many things you can actually do and take on um, and there's so much support on, on, on the internet now you know you want you want to re love your, your, your curtains you know there's so many places that you can actually get tips on that but this series is all about showing you what you can actually do as well and how to kind of bring old pieces of, of, of items uh, you know furniture and mm-hmm. materials um, and found items and you know charity shops and salvage spaces um, and actually bring those all through into something really really magnificent and I think the thing is, and is that often people think uh, in the design space, you know, when they're when they're starting out on this, that you know you have to always buy new all the time. And really, our sort of motivation with the series is to, is to really get our Ireland to kind of start having conversation about where their things come from. Oh yeah, you know, and and you know, and flat pack sometimes is exactly the right solution. But often, you know, you don't need to go and buy something brand new. Um, you know, there's such a, as I say, a free cycle movement such a, a sustainable movement going on you, um, and the thing is it's not about compromising and, and, and thinking oh I've got second I, I, I can only ha- afford a second hand piece actually with upcycling and with the design um, overall design here and with this series this is about getting something bespoke something yeah new, nobody something else has you it ha- exactly yeah. you know um, and, and that, that, that that's that's where you get your room envy that's when it gets to be you oh do you know what talking about room envy I was in a friend's house the other day and she is completely doing like exactly what you're saying she's oh, she's quite artistic and she's doing all this stuff and you know these like an old fashioned wardrobe she painted it white and she bought this gold trim it looks amazing it's this gold trim all around the uh, wardrobe and she sprayed the Fabulous. handles I mean talk about completely simple and you know talk about room envy when I walked in there as well it looked absolutely amazing so how do how do people go about applying uh, to something like this then? What yeah, are you looking for? So, um, so basically, we're looking for a sort of uh, families or people living in, in homes, or and now we can also. Uh, accept applications from people who are renting but okay. in those cases obviously the, the sort of T's and C's there would be that you'd, you'd have well, tell, to tell the uh, landlord <laughs> well you'd have doing. to sign off from the landlord that you're going to do this obviously there are you know you would, you'd have a lease that you'd need to be careful of there but you know we'll, we, but, you know, there's a lot of people renting and yeah. actually on the rental front as well Sinead, you know a lot of people you know think about rental as you know on your way to you know buying at some mm. stage but you know you, you, often people now will be renting for many many years or maybe that's like other European countries where where they'll always live you know and you know it doesn't have to feel like the temporary space you can really really make 
make a rental space your own home, you know, uh, with the right design ideas and, and the right type of, uh, you know, consideration of furniture and colour and all of that. So so anybody can apply, yep. okay? Um, and uh, they can send us an email to um, skipdivers at animotv.ie. That's uh, skipdivers at animotv.ie. And then our casting team will be in touch about uh, what we need to, to hear from you. There's a few little bits and pieces we need. We need to see the room. We need to hear from you. Um, so it's it's not a, a particularly onerous application process. Yep. All you need to do is just uh, send an email and we'll talk you through what we need. Fantastic. Sounds like a great series, Colin. Best of luck on the hunt. I can't wait to see those dramatic before and after transformations. The magic of television, I'm telling you. Uh, and we'd th- love some of your listeners to, to get one of these room makeovers. And we'll be definitely uh, catching up with you afterwards yes. to, to let you know. So, I mean, absolutely delighted. And thanks for the support as well, Janine. No problem at all. Thank you so much for joining me, Colin Cowman there. Do you think this might be you? Do you have a room where you're going, oh, it just doesn't work and I need this revamped? Well, they want to hear from you. Skip Divers at Animote. TV.ie. Don't worry, I will put it up on lmfm.ie and on our social media later on if you want to check it out. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. Oh, on the way, we'll be going back in time and a Spice Girl celebrates a birthday. But first, let's hear from a former One Directioner. Here's Niall Horan with Heaven. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day, 1974, Victoria Beckham was born. Posh Spice celebrating a birthday today and today is World Haemophilia Day. Some 400,000 people uh, suffer from this so simple paper cuts, nicks and scrapes can actually be very dangerous or life-threatening due to this blood disorder known as haemophilia. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie There's Christy Moore, Ride On on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching, but after that, brides to be, why not go green for your big day? St. Vincent de Paul, uh, Branch and Dundalk, they're opening their bride and rooms. We'll find out all about that. The 11 to 1 show. No church to say mass. A pub will do for this loud priest. More on that after Harry Styles. Hello, I'm Harry. The best mix on LMFM. Harry Styles, as it was, giving me feel-good vibes this Monday. Something else giving me feel-good vibes is a message from regular listener Claire. She sent me a gorgeous image of herself at the beach. Well, it's actually just the beach itself. It just looks amazing. She says, fantastic day for the sea air. Happy Monday. Ish looks amazing. I don't know if it's the northeast, but it's very sunny wherever she is and it looks awesome. It looks like it could be abroad, but it could be on our shores here as well. Hope you're having a fantastic walk, Claire. Thank you so much for choosing LMFM as you walk along the beach there. Now, uh, there was no church, but a pub would do. Uh, This was a fantastic story that uh, was on late lunch on Friday. If you missed it, Father Michael Cusack, he's... uh, 
church in Luxembourg. He's in Luxembourg. And uh, it's the church is being closed now for, for renovations. There's actually a lot of digging going on, archaeological work going on. And what did he do? Well, he had to resort to asking fellow expats, Vincent and Adrian Clark, who uh, run a pub in Luxembourg for help. He set up his altar and there's a picture of it on lmfm.e underneath the Hop House 13 <laughs> sign to say mass because, you know, you got to go do what you got to do because of this uh, situation with the renovations now. I think he's in and out of hotels now at the moment and, and kind of moving around as, as needs be. But he did spend uh, two weekends in the Irish pub. Uh, he says, thankfully, they opened the doors. Now, he didn't turn water into... Uh, <laughs> water into wine or anything like that uh, but they are on the, the lookout now you see they've they've no uh, they've got to wait until these renovations are done very important renovations you know archaeological significance all of that uh, but there you go he will find a way Father Michael Cusack will find a way to say mass but that has to have been the most um, unusual location for him to say mass but there you go he says uh, could he be the first, maybe, uh, Irish pub to hold a mass? I don't know. Maybe so. I don't think I've ever heard that before. But there you go. And the couple, uh, Vincent and Adrian, they are originally from Sligo and Loud. They've renovated this uh, warehouse in uh, Luxembourg into a pub and restaurant and everything else. And they're, they're doing fantastic there in Luxembourg. And thought, of course, that this call from Father Michael Cusack might have been a prank initially, but no, very much was he in need. Uh, but uh, here's hoping that he's not moving around too much, trying to find uh, places to say Mass. But there you go. Saying Mass in a church, that has to be a first. Or saying Mass in a pub, even, that has to be a first. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Tara. Former Little Mix member Jessie Nelson has teased what her upcoming solo debut album will sound like. Last Friday, she released her second single, Bad Things, and had this to say about what to expect from the album. It's really hard to say what it sounds like, but I feel like this is a good indication. Mm -hmm. There's just like a lot of stuff that I... It's a very personal album for me, and there's a lot of stuff that I've never spoken about before on there, so I feel like... Yeah, when you hear this song, it's a good indication of what the album sounds like. Okay. Fans of Love is Blind are fuming right now. Netflix were intending on broadcasting a live reunion last night. However, a technical disaster meant that the live stream had to be cancelled. Fans can instead expect the recorded version of the reunion to go up on Netflix later. Here's what the presenters had to say to the crowd gathered at the viewing party. Okay, so we have some new information. Under embargo and strict orders... It is only going to be shown in this room and the rest of the world are going to see it tonight. Yes. So it is going to be live literally just here. And it's not going to be live. But no, so absolutely no the buzz i'm tara the buzz on lmfm keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the lmfm app claire who sent us the lovely message it's actually Bessie's town oh my goodness it looks stunning it could be anywhere there that you are thank you so much for sending that in timmy uh, getting back to some more of your messages about the snoring we were talking about the snoring earlier on and one in ten people who are coping with snorers are considering leaving a partner as a result uh Hi Sinead, I rolled my husband over too quick and pushed him out of the bed, says one message. Okay, that was a bit of a forceful push. 
you know, <laughs> did he, did it stop? Did it work? You know, did he, has he stopped snoring now as a result of it? Hi Sinead, I have to wear a mask at night. It's on a CPAC machine, but it's great. Okay, solution, solution there to, for one, for one listener. Hi Sinead, is it true that snorers were shot in the Old West in America if they were causing annoyance to others? Wow. Well, you know, they were a bit brutal, weren't they, in the, in the Old West in America? I would have to dig further uh, with regards to that, but uh, let's not resort to that sort of... Uh, yeah, that's extreme. That is extreme. Thanks a million, though, for getting me on that trail. I'm definitely going to have a, ch- a check into that. My ex-partner snored. It's actually the most annoying thing. I moved out of the bed to another room. Things just dwindled away in the relationship, hence the ex. It's actually a very big problem in a relationship. It is. It is a big problem. This is why uh, spec savers have carried out this survey. And the fact that one in 10 are even considering, uh, you know, separating or whatever because of the snoring, it says it all really, doesn't it? It really does. Keep those messages coming in. 86 658 there's Dusty Springfield, son of a preacher man, an eye watering 2,500 and something or other was the amount that I spent on a wedding dress. I know when I think about it now, look, at it was gorgeous. It was stunning. Stunning. But do I regret it? Yes. Yes, that's an extortionist amount of money for for a dress. Uh, but you don't have to go to this level of expense to get the perfect dress. You can just pop along to your St. Vincent Ball shop in Dundalk. So if you are a bride getting married in the next year or so, you're going to want to listen to our next guest. We're going to be chatting to Ashling Matthews. She's the manager of the St. Vincent Paul shop in Dundalk. They're opening their bridal rooms this week. The 11 to 1 show. Are you a bride getting married in the next year or so? Take it from me, although you want to find the perfect dress, you don't want to be paying huge money for it. You're only going to wear it once. But what if I told you you could find your perfect dress without the hefty price tag? Dundalk branch of St. Vincent de Paul are calling on all brides-to-be to come along to their bridal room opening evening this Thursday. Joining me now to tell us more is Ashling Matthews. She's the manager of the SVP shop there in Dundalk. Ashling, how are you getting on? Not too bad, Sinead. How are you? I am great. I am great. Although this has reminded me, you know, because <laughs> when I think about it, Ashling, I just shudder when I think of the huge money that I spent on a wedding dress, which, you know, was stunning, but I wore just the once, you know. So something like this has reminded me of the huge money I spent. Would you Would you have spent money like this yourself or are you married, Ashling? No, I'm not married, Sinead, but definitely looking at these dresses now, I wouldn't be going anywhere else um, oh. at, at, at the... The price tag on them and the range of them, there's something for everybody there at the moment, which is fantastic. That is great. Now, so you've gone through the rail there that you have, our rails, I should say, there's loads of them there. And as you say, there's no need to be forking out thousands. What's the average cost of a wedding dress that you have in store there? So, Sinead, we've got bo- both pre-loved and brand new dresses. And the highest price point we have for a brand new dress is €300. Euro. 300 euro oh my god that's the highest price that's the highest price and some of them still have the original pricing of two thousand, two and a half thousand tags still on them oh my god that's fantastic 300 so average is about 150 to 250 oh my god that's that's like not even I mean that's I could just go and get a wedding dress now Ashling if I want to prance, exactly prance just, just to wear out and have another day <laughs> <laughs> to prance around the house and now you know every every bride wants to, to feel special on her wedding day and part of the excitement is picking the dress talk me through what you have there you've got new you've got second hand you've got really unique pieces 
Yeah, we do, Sinead. We're very lucky. We have a couple of hundred dresses there at the moment, as well as brides. We've got bridesmaids, mother of the bride, communion, deads, and evening gowns. So we've a lot of stock there at the minute, which is absolutely fantastic. And there's something for everybody. There's all different sizes, styles, older style, vintage styles, more modern, up-to-date styles. So there is something there for everybody. What we try to offer in the room is that somebody has the same experience as going in anywhere else. Oh, yeah. That's what you want. That's what you want. You yeah. want to kind of have that pampering experience. Absolutely. So you've got, as you say, you've got all the different styles. And like, because a lot of people now, you know, say they don't necessarily go for the big, long, you know, down to the floor ones. You've got the shorter styles, all that kind of stuff going on. That's it, exactly. There, there, there are so many people come in with different ideas in their heads. And a lot of people we've actually noticed coming in, for example, they're coming in with a lace style, mm-hmm. long sleeve dress, but they go out with something completely different. And that's kind of the way the way we're trying to help people as well is giving them the time. So we have the room on appointment only. Yeah. So they come in, they have the time. Katrina is the lady, it's actually my mum, who um, takes the appointment and spends as much time as needed with the, with the ladies coming in. So we have uh, appointments last year in the day. They can try on five dresses, they can try on 25 dresses if needs be, because there is something for everybody. And as I said, we have had... Ladies over the last couple of months who are maybe going abroad to get married. So they're looking for the lighter dresses. Yes, this is the thing. And as you say, it's gas actually when you have an idea in your head of what you want. Because like that, I would have had a completely different notion of what I wanted. And then it's only when you go in and start trying on that you think, oh, actually, that's not really for me. This is more the style. And I went out with something completely different, like you say. So there's loads of time. You're not going to be rushing anyone, which which is great. And do you find now as well that there's more of an awareness of being more cost effective and as well as that more sustainable, really, when it comes to wedding dresses? Yeah, definitely. We're seeing a lot of that. Cost is obviously, cost of living crisis at the moment. Everyone's mm-hmm. struggling. Everything's tight for people at the moment. So if someone can get their dress for up to €300, Euro, they've got money to spend somewhere else on the wedding day, um, which is fantastic. But also you mentioned there yourself, sustainability at the moment. People are starting to think more about the environment and reducing, reusing, recycling, which is fantastic. And um, the people are starting to think like that as well. And, and um, the great thing, as you say, is like, you know, this is completely circular now because if a bride finds a dress in the shop with you, you know, she has her wedding and then she might think, do you know what, actually, I'm going to donate it back. Is that what's happening? That's it, exactly. It's, uh, some people ring and they're still 50-50 as to whether they want to hang on to their dress or not. And the way I kind of say it, it there's a feel-good factor in it. So yeah. you donate your dress to somebody that maybe is not as fortunate as you are aware at the time when you bought your dress. They're having the same feelings you had on your wedding morning and um, getting to wear the dress again and then the money comes back into this society and it helps yeah. people in our local community. Yeah, it's brilliant. It really is. And you know, I'm I'm an avid charity shop buyer. I love rummaging around uh, but some people still have this idea, Ashling, that you know, charity shop means dowdy or you know, dusty. That could not be any further from the truth. That's it, exactly. And even when we open our stores in Dundalk and Clamassa Street and Jocelyn Street, the general stores, um, that was one of the main things. Like you can still come into the shops and find that something at ten cent, twenty cent, and up. It's for us. It's about people should have the same experience going into the charity shops as it should have with any other high street store. And that's what we're trying to get across in all, in all our shops and with the bridal as well. It's all about the experience. Yeah, it it's really about, is. Like, dress shopping is a big part of anyone's anyone's day, um, special day. And I suppose the dress and the venue are your big things that that you go looking for but it's about us trying to create the experience of people that 
and then we feel as if you're a small part of their big their big day. Their oh, day. completely. It must be magic for you guys. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the you mentioned there about the mother of the bride, the bridesmaids, all that sort of stuff. But even if you're a wedding guest and you're looking for a hat, you've got loads of hats as well. That's it, exactly. We've got loads of hats and fasteners. We're so lucky with, with people donating to us. We really are lucky. Um, the quality of the stuff we're getting in from the public is just phenomenal. And without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. So a lot of people that are donating in the mother of the bride outfits or sending the fascinators, the shoes, the handbag to match the whole the whole outfit. Oh, that's, that's great. absolutely fantastic. And as you mentioned there yourself, a lot of people are coming to us now as well for wedding guest outfits because like that, you generally only wear them once or twice yeah. um, and somebody else then gets gets the turn out of them and gets uh, gets their chance to wear them on, on, on a different event. So yeah, it's pretty busy all around. Debs as well. We were very lucky recently to those Somebody who, unfortunately, their their Debs, um, the sold Debs dresses, mm-hmm. and she closed down for personal reasons. Okay, she donated all her brand new dresses to. Oh, isn't that amazing? And that she would do that. Fabulous. Th- that is stunning that she would, you know, do something positive out of something that she had to, to, to give up. Absolutely. That, that's amazing. As, as well as that, I know we're focusing on brides, but there's also little girls that are still looking for communion wear as well. Do you get many, many communion dresses in or even the communion suits for the boys? We do actually, we've loads there at the moment and like that we try and make the experience as special as the, as the ladies coming in that are getting married because for we girls and boys, it's a very special day for them. So we bring them up to the room, appointment only, exact same scenario, they can try on five dresses, 25 dresses and it's just about uh, spending a wee bit of time with them and getting the experience for them. So we have loads there at the moment which is great. Oh, that is great. And uh, for people that don't be struggling, don't be trying to buy the, the new dress or the new suit and like that, you know, they're only going to wear it maybe once, you know, uh, for the church and then they might be taking it off and wearing it the next day for school and that's it, you know. Uh, so really do think about that as well. Uh, the Bridal Room opening Thursday. Tell me what's happening on Thursday. Yeah, so we're, we're having an evening um, on Thursday evening from six till half eight. Um, the real reason behind it is a lot of the feedback we're getting when people come into the shop is, wow, I didn't know it looked like this. Yeah. I didn't realise it was dedicated just to the gowns that are there. So we're just opening it up to the public. We'd have refreshments. And for people to come in and see exactly what it is, and then we can take appointments then. We can make some appointments on the night. Um, and if they want to come and visit us then again, they can. It's just letting people see the amount of stock, the variety of stuff that's there. Oh, I think it's it's great what you're doing, Ashling. It's such a wonderful idea. And like you say, it's that feel-good factor as well for people who donate. You're doing something amazing uh, for the environment as the bride who decides to go green, I'm going to say, on, on the wedding day. It's a great, great idea. I wish you the best of luck with it. And I've no doubt you will have a lot of brides turning up on Thursday. But thank you so much for joining me. And thanks very much for your time, Sinead. Th- thank thank you, you so much. Thanks a million. Ashling Matthews there. She's manager of the St. Vincent Ball shop in Dundalk. They're based on Jocelyn Street, 21 Jocelyn Street. If you do want to find out more information, head along Thursday from 6 to 8.30pm. But you can also give them a call. It's 87 57 one. There's Jeremy Kennedy. Something to someone... I want to say a big happy birthday. It just says, can you say a big happy birthday to our lovely Nana from her grandchildren, Amy, William, Jamie, Sophie and Brianna. She listens to LMFM every single day. It came in on email from Lorraine Fennell Byrne. So if you are that Nana in question, you're celebrating a birthday today. All of your grandchildren are very much thinking of you. Hope you're having a fantastic birthday and that you feel the love coming across the airwaves today. I have have some great music on the way from Vanessa Carlton, Damien Rice in there as well. That's all on the way for you. Oh, L-M-F-M.
the 11 to 1 show. A mega pop star is about to release an explosive memoir, no doubt, you know, revealing all the toxic things that happened in her life. More on that very, very shortly. But first, back to the music. Here's Vanessa Carlton. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Clonmore, an intellectual disability service, requires carers in the Mead area. Please apply with your CV to info at clonmore.ie. That's C L A N N M O R.ie. Or you can call them on 086 603 6322. The Valley Inn Malera requires a full-time head chef, competitive salary with bonus to apply. Contact John on 087-984-2969 or you can email Inn at gmail.com. Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport are recruiting bus drivers with full D driver's licence required. Apply to jobs at shp.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Now, a lot of people thought she might sit down with Oprah, but it seems this pop star has decided to take control of her own narrative. Britney Spears has penned her tell-all memoir and I, for one, will definitely be reading it. Now, look, don't let celebrity, you know, a lot of people might be turned off by celebrity memoirs after, you know, certain prince wrote about his life. But this one is guaranteed to shake the world, they're saying. So the Toxic Singer has worked with ghostwriter and journalist Sam Lansky on the book and according to uh, insiders the book will be a groundbreaking bestseller they're saying and it's going to be very much a brutally honest memoir uh, for so everything from previous relationships uh, to her childhood to the conservatorship is going to be d- d- discussed in this so it says um Britney's book is a story of triumph. It will cover her most vulnerable um, moments, her childhood, being a little girl with big dreams, her breakup with Justin Timberlake, that moment that she shaved her head and her battle with her family over the conservatorship. It's also a story of survival, finding her way out of that uh, to finding happiness with her husband, Sam, uh, they added as well. So it's going to be published in the autumn. This is according to reports so far, but an official date has yet to be confirmed. But I think a lot of her fans, particularly will be eager to read about her story in her own words for once she's controlling the narrative on how people are speaking about her and about her life and how things are being shared so there you go she has penned the memoir but we've got to watch this space to see about when it's going to there's Damien Rice Cannonball on LMFM's 11 to 1 earlier on I received a message we were talking about snoring and the lengths people will go to you know to stop snorers in their life ruining their sleep. Is it true that snorers were shot in the Old West in America if they were causing annoyance to others? I had to delve further into this. So according to history.com, come on now, this has to be right. Infamous gunslinger John Wesley Harden, okay, he spent 15 years in a Texas prison for murder. Why? Well, he was reputed to have shot and killed a man just for snoring. There you go. There you go. Uh, now, this hardened character, as I delve further into this, this is what happens when you send me down a rabbit hole. He probably killed in excess of 40 people, apparently, during a six-year stretch, beginning back in 1868 when he was just 15. Um, and, uh, you know, he was uh, he on the run a lot, let's just say. 
And it was one night when he was on the run, uh, he was disturbed by uh, the snoring in an adjacent hotel room. He fired two shots through the wall, killing the man. Yeah. So he didn't even know who the man was or anything, just like bang, bang through the wall, you know. Uh, Of course, then he had to move on to to try and go into hiding again. Uh, It was when he was celebrating his 21st birthday, he got into an altercation with the man who fired the first shot. He fired back, but killed the man. Uh, He was then tracked down to Florida, brought to trial. But because it was one of the more defensible shootings on his record, apparently, he was spared the gallows, but given a life sentence. After his pardon, so he he spent 15 years, I think, in jail. After his pardon, he moved to El Paso and get this he became an attorney but of course his past caught up with him and the following year he was shot in the back as revenge for one of his many murders so there you go that is the story of the guy who shot through the wall for somebody snoring look I don't think I need to tell you this so that's extreme lengths you know what I mean you're talking about the wild west but I think that was a one off thing I don't think you were just shot in the wild west for snoring but thank you for sending me down that very interesting rabbit hole the 11 to 1 show. Very sad news at the weekend. I think a lot of people were shocked at this. The script band member Mark Sheehan sadly passed away. The guitarist of the band, he passed away in hospital following a brief illness. And they say on the Instagram account, much loved husband, father, brother, bandmate and friend Mark has passed away today in hospital after a brief illness and of course wanting uh, privacy and everything else. But such a tragedy for the band and of course lots of tributes flowing in from people uh, in the music world and beyond uh, for him but uh, who's to say now what's going to happen in terms of the band going forward but my god very very sad news the best make He hasn't got Betty Davis eyes, but he is the most friendliest man on the radio. Jerry Kelly's on the way with two hours of great chat music, and he has a fantastic prize up for grabs that's coming your way at 1.30. That is my lot for today. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Oh, the 11 to 1 show.